Gotabach, thank you to Rabbi Witkin for your very Torah and your kind words. And thank you to everybody on this Maitzah Shabbos for coming together. It's always special and important on my childhood friend, his yard site, that there's gatherings. It's always precious. I've been excited to be here before. But in this massive that Claudius throws in, to me, what the right thing, the organic response, any mishpacha goes through difficulty, the natural response. I'm not getting involved, called yachid v'yachid, what they should work on. I'm not speaking what the rabbis should work on that. We have manhigim and yedayim. But the natural response, the organic, any mishpacha goes through difficulty. It's dvarim shutim. What the mishpacha does is they band. They come together, that's just what you do. You come together and you band, you hold hands, that's what a family does. A close friend of mine was nifter a couple of months ago, and I'm watching his mishpacha just hold hands, come closer than they've ever been, that's the response to difficulty. And our ummah, we're watching, like I've never seen in my life, we're watching our ummah band, and to come together on Maitzei Shabbos from different communities to learn Torah, to, to share together, to come together is the response. I've been zayichet to go to Yisrael to get together Ari with the Waterbury Hevra. We've done it for years. And we get together, I go with my partner, we arrive Wednesday night and we're together to Maitzei Shabbos straight with hundreds of chevra that are all alumnus of the same institution. We don't live to map, like literally don't let go of each other's hands from the airport till Maitzei Shabbos, till the plane. I felt this year would be bizarre if we would just do it as our chevra of one institution. It's Klal Yisrael, it's Yidni today. So normally we meet up at the airport and we don't part from each other. We met up at two different yeshivas, that had different, no shaykhs. I felt that we're gonna gather and we just banded, but it made sense. The unity that I saw at different yeshivas, and we met this year, Bidafka, and hundreds of people, Shalashukas maybe was a thousand, just Yidin are getting together and holding hands. It's the organic response to what, to what Klal Yisrael is going through, the whole world is talking about us, whether it's positive or otherwise, but the Bria is saying, you are a Yid. That's what the whole Bria, I was with my son just the other day, my tire, I needed a new tire, and a, a guy came in, very nice person, and he said, I'm so sorry what you guys, I mean, like many people, was empathetic. And I appreciated his kind words. He said kind things. The deeper than all his words, I heard Hashem saying, Kalish, you're a Yid. There was a you guys, there was a you guys, you're a Yid. Wherever we go, Yidin are being spoken about, and Hashem organized that the entire world is saying Yid to us. And we're feeling that, and we're studying, we're trying to figure out what it means, what's the mashmais of being a Yid, we're all asking that question, whether it's studying in Torah. We're trying to find out what it means, but we're Yidin. There's something about us, we're Yidin. 
and we're all absorbing that with Sias. One Nikud is that we're more united. We're closer together. We're one people, one family. And there's a greater unity for sure. I want to share one, one Nikuda of something that I thought about, what it means to be a Yid. We've witnessed it since Simchas Torah. We're witnessing, we're middle of witnessing. We're seeing it as a people, and I think we all can bring it to our personal lives, what it means to be a Yid. So we're looking, our eyes are open, Mamari Chazal, Svarim, the Torah Savram has long shtekloch about what it means to be a Yid, and we're looking and noticing and seeing. I want to share a thought on last week's Pasha, and really not saying the fart as much as I'm describing what I'm seeing in our beautiful people, but I think we could very much all apply it to our individual lives. Yechemed and Miriam, they say to Paray, Paray asked Yechemed and Miriam to do a crime. Paray asked Yechemed and Miriam that they're, they're, they're midwives, they're chayos, and he asked Yechemed and Miriam to assure that the Yiddish sons do not survive childbirth. That's what he tasks. And of course, Yechemed and Miriam were God-fearing, Define parry, and of course they allow the Jewish youngsters to live. But their excuse to parry, I want to understand with everybody here. Their excuse, parry says, I gave you, I passed you with a mission. How did, did you define me? And they say to parry, I'm sorry, the initial, benais Yisrael, the initial wives, says Rashi, Yidin don't need midwives. They don't call us. We don't have the opportunity to be there at childbirth. Yidin are chayos. They're their own midwives. They don't need us. I think it's important we're mature people. The youngster, of course, learns a cute excuse. The Jewish ladies, this bizarre, Paray was very smart. The Torah is eternal. It doesn't record cute things that are said. It records that which is true for all eternity. And it says in our Torah about the B'nai Yisrael that their chayas, there was something sophisticated and intelligent that was said to Paray, and Paray knowingly shook his head and said it's true. What are they talking about that were chayas? I suspect it's true of all of Klal Yisrael. We're a nation that our wives are highest, but it's something about Am Yisrael. What's relevant to Para and to this discussion is the Jewish mothers don't need midwives. What was he saying? What's being said in our precious prayer? Yidin and Para understood it and accepted it. And he was told the B'nai Yisrael are they're midwives, they don't call midwives. What is being said? We've entered this situation that Am Yisrael is in, that all of us, the situation that all of us are in, we entered it saying hallow. It's interesting, for the months, we're all saying Tehillim. I feel good about it that we've discovered Tehillim years ago. It was in the Mir Yeshiva. And Rebluski and Shlita 
told me in the Esrisnashim in the mirror. He said from Reb Moshe that he, that he said maybe Yeshiva Bachim to Ha'aris that we should be mechazik and learning more Chomish Rashi and we should say more Tehillim. And I see that Klaiso, all of us are finding we're saying Tehillim. I want to say that it's not just an external thing to us. It's not like, okay, Pope was saying a lot of Tehillim. I have felt I was on a plane. I was sitting next to a guy, a fine fellow. We both are named Daniel. Daniel and Daniel sitting next to each other. He was on his smartphone, probably looking at nice things, connecting to friends, whatever. And I was praying. And I didn't feel it was an external difference. It wasn't, I was spending, I felt like we're, I'm part of the people that are Daviners. If you almost asked me, I'm Daniel the Daviner, he was Daniel the phone guy. It's identity. It's an identity. It's what we're about. The Svasema says, The prayer of the Ani, capital Kuf Beis, the prayer of the Ani, who recognizes that all we have is Hashem. We're in a match. I have not heard one intelligent solution. One. And I've spoken to many intelligent people. I have not heard one intelligent, practical solution to the situation we're in. It's going to end like this. I haven't heard one. And Klai Yisrael recognizes the prayer of the Ani. We need God. We need Hashem. We don't have an advice for you, Hashem, or a suggestion how you'll bring, how you'll save us. The powerful prayer of the Ani, the massively power. The prayer of the Ani, we need Hashem. That Hashem, this is And Klal Yisrael's engaged, we're saying a lot of Tillam. The next word is Kiyatif. Kiyatif means either is faint, the Ani who's staggered, who's overwhelmed. But the Svasema says Kiyatif is he's wrapped in prayer. He's comforted by prayer. He's wearing prayer. It's become so attached to the Ani. That's what I have felt in this situation. After our davening, I watch people, 10 yidin will meet each other at a rest stop and pray now. They'll say a capital, they'll daven after davening. We discovered prayer, we're holding on to prayer. We're all as an umma grabbing prayer identity, kiyatif. It's who we are, it's, it's identity, we've discovered prayer. This all occurred to us, and we're certainly saying, tell him, we were in the middle of saying Tillam, we were saying Hallel. We were in the middle of Shviniat Saras, we were in the middle of a Yamtiv. For eight days our Uma was saying Hallel. We were saying those precious capital of Tillam of Hallel, and this all occurred. And something occurred to me on Shviniat Saras and subsequently. We've had Hanukkah in between our Uma, and we said Hallel again for eight days. We just had Rosh Chaydash, and again, we've said Halal. And of course, the words in Halal that maybe are tugging at us the most, that just jump off the page, are Ana Hashem Aishiyana, God save us. Ana Hashem Aishiyana. It's interesting to watch Chazanin, they're in the middle of singing so happily, thanking Hashem. Then you come to Ana Hashem, some Chazanin continue the songs, some stop, they don't want to sing that. 
They want to thunder. They want to scream with the tzibur on Hashem. And it struck me specifically now when we're noticing on Hashem Hashem and we're diving for Yeshua's to save the Yidden that are captured, to protect the soldiers that are putting their lives on the line, to protect the Yidden, to save Yidden. It struck me in the middle of hollow. Such a strange, I would never guess hollow, with the Yids absorbing the kindness of Hashem, is speaking about the Geula, Mimitzrayim, focusing on the Geula, Seda, absorbing the love of Hashem, Hashem's choosing of our nation, the tremendous Ava that exists between us and Hashem is the feelings of hallow. Of, of, of hallow. Anybody who studies Tehillim, it's important where the capital was written because Tehillim is difficult and it expresses Psukim and one tries to figure what David HaMelech is capturing at that moment. How the Psukim fit together to the moments where they were written and to the existing experience that was going on. Here, Hallow is the yin absorbing the kindness of Hashem, feeling the tremendous outpouring Hashem has of His people. Experiencing the tremendous love Hashem has for us. And the middle of Hallow, so interesting, is the year who's desperate, who's in a matzav of tzara, who's in pain, menamets at a difficult time, says, Allah Hashem, please, Hashiana, save us. How did that get into hollow? Seems so strange and so interesting where that fits with those kapitlotilim, and we say it in our hollow, what's happening? On Hanukkah again, we passed by a Hanukkah. And I noticed something that other years it didn't hit me the same way, and I'd like to share it. In, Hallel, in on Hanukkah, we say al We thank Hashem for the great miracles. Al-Anisim, al And in Benching, there's Allah, if one forgot al he's still Yaitzim Benching. I tend to be pretty proficient in the Allah of forgetting. For some reason, those halachas jump off the page to a klutzy fellow. And I noticed that if you forget Alanisim and Benching, so there's a makeup. I'm always forgetting halachas, I jump in. And any halacha that you're not out, I like. Because I think a yid is always in. So I like that there's a makeup to Alanisim. You miss it, you're still in, you're not out. So I perk up, and how long is you can make it up if you miss Alanisim invention. You don't bench again, but you can make it up in the Harachamans. You could say to Hashem, you could ask Hashem, Harachaman Yasal Alanisim, Kumayshaasal Avisein, the Beyond Mahim Basmanasim. How do you understand that? Alanisim is thanking for miracles, the absorption of Nisim. If you miss that, you're still in. You could pray for a miracle. That's like worlds apart. Thank, how is it a makeup for thanking Hashem for Nisan 
means I'm at a maximum, I'm absorbing the kindness of Hashem. If you missed it, don't worry, you can make it up. Praying for miracles, you're in a difficult state. A yid's in trouble. A yid, he needs an, only a nace can save him. There's no teva solution. How is the makeup for Alanisim? Please, Hashem, do us miracles. Perform miracles. How is that the makeup for Alanisim? A Bachar came up to me in Halal. Halal sounds like a theme. I think as a people, we're, we're, we're definitely in Tehillim right now. And we should stay here with Simchas, with good times. We should continue our attachment. Be'ez Hashem to the Sefer Tehillim. But Halal definitely was when we entered into a different state. And a Bachar came up to me and he told me, in my van, on the road, he told me a pshat that dazzled me. He said, in Halal, we ask Hashem, Ma'ashiv Lashem. God, how can I pay you back? Ma'ashiv Lashem. How can I pay you back? And the Pashtus, Kol Tagmulahi Allah, is part of the question. For all your kindness, Hashem, you've done so much kindness to us, how can I pay you back? This Bachar said, Rebbe, I think we have the camera in the wrong place. I think Ma'ashiv Lashem is the question. Listen to this Pshad Aaron. It's a schos, somebody in our base language of Aaron said this Pshad. He said, Ma'ashiv Lashem, what can I pay you back, Hashem? And this is the answer. Kol Tagmulahi Aloi. What is a parent's dream for his child? There's a way we can have relationships where we don't speak so often. We speak once in a while. You can actually be extremely close to somebody and speak less. Conversations are tools of friendship. Tools of friendship are important. Conversation, time spent, a hug, a handshake, very important. But deeper than tools of friendship is friendship itself. The West is very, very lost on this. The West becomes addicted to tools of friendship when you're unaware of friendship itself. In the Ramah it says a husband and wife are not allowed to show public signs of affection. The West can't do that. The West can't fathom a husband and wife showing public affections for the West. The Ramah doesn't allow it. A public husband and wife look at each other from across the room and they, and they catch eyes. They maybe nod slightly. The West can't touch that. Tools of friendship are wonderful, but that's friendship itself. Two people who hold of each other, two people who think about each other, two people who are there for each other eternally. That's friendship itself. We're gathered at an occasion 30 years ago. A friend was Nifter. 30 years ago, a son was Nifter. 30 years ago, a brother was Nifter. Friendship, eternal, forever. As was in Oilamapoy, he's still close to his brothers, who said Vidui with him 30 years ago. Eternal friendship. Friendship's two people that are there for each other, powerfully, eternally. Tools of friendship are wonderful because they produce friendship. But the secret's friendship. Said this Bachar Ma'ashiv Lashem. You know how we can repay Hashem? How do I repay Hashem? 
that his kindness is chal on me, that I feel and absorb Hashem is into me. I've absorbed, I've learned the lessons when Hashem bestows kindness, as He always does on us. I've absorbed the Yedidus. I feel it, I experience it, I know it. He loves us, He's into us, He's working for us. He wants us, Hashem. Kol tagmulahi alayim. How long is the yid is absorbing the kindness of Hashem? Is feeling it, is experiencing it. The howl is so powerful, of course, Be'ez Sarah, this is not an excuse not to feel. Chas God forbid. We're human. We cry, we groan, and we feel, we experience, because we're human. But the power of Hashem's love of His people, the halal is so far-reaching that Amah Hashem is in halal. When the yid cries out in pain, is hurting, is struggling, is suffering, and is begging Hashem, Amah Hashem but it's in halal. It's what the Akara Hashem is working with us. I don't understand. And I'll pass their panechumimani. I want to see the apparent goodness. I want to feel it and experience it. But I've absorbed the kindness of Hashem. That amidst difficulty, I'm saying the Anna Hashem 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 With that Akara of Hallow. If a yid misses Alanisim, it means the echo of Alanisim, when Alanisim has been forgotten already. He says he prays for miracles and reaches there too. The absorption of Alanisim is the Yid who's very far from that glorious state of miracles. The Yid is struggling and is at a difficult state and needs a miracle. But the Alanisim reaches there. The love that Hashem has for His people. Amidst difficulty, the Yid senses Hashem is working with me. He loves me, even is calling out in pain, of course, feeling alive and feeling people, a people who stagger to Yaakov. But the calling out is with the knowledge Hashem's on our side, Imanukel. Hashem's working with us. He wants our prayers. He wants Am Yisrael, every one of us, every one of us, Hashem wants. The Anna Hashem Hashiyanas in Halal. It could be that's what Yechevin and Miriam were saying about our people, Chayyisena. The secret of the midwife, there's pains in childbirth. And to the rest of the world, needs to hire a midwife that the pain can actually help produce the child. It's the secret of childbirth. That the difficult side of Leda can be turned and utilized to help bring forth the precious child. And other Umais need to hire a midwife to teach them how to turn difficulty into a child, into prosperity. Except one nation, and it was the truth that was said to Paroi. Paroi saw this truth. The more difficulty we have, we get strong in Israel. It's a mitzvah of our people. If I describe Am Yisrael, described us in Simchas 
I don't know if there'd be a better description that we're chayas. We're midwives. We get that sound is painful and we cry and we're hurting. We grieve for pain. But we also recognize Hashem is working with us. He's building something. He's bringing us somewhere. We sense that there's a profound faith in our cries, in our prayers, watching our people. I'm not saying of artists, I'm reporting the news of our precious Ummah. We're chayos. Of course, what was relevant is the B'nai Yisrael, but we're people that produce chayos, midwives. We understand that difficulty. Hashem is working with us. In our own lives, watching Am Yisrael behave this way, standing up, improving, being more unified, praying more, more emuna. In our own lives, the difficulty. Of course, we cry, but of course. But it's part of our hollow, it's in our hollow. It's not from a place that we've lost the recognition of what we were taught in hollow. Hashem loves his people. Hashem wants his people. Hashem chose his people. And now we recognize amidst our difficulty, he's working with us. I have seen youngsters who struggled, and I had a question that more, they're very God conscious, much more than I was as a youngster. And I'm always wondering that more guys who've been through a lot young, and they're honest and speaking, and very God conscious, that there's not more anger. There's kindness sometimes, normal, normal, acceptable, but there's not a lot. And I wonder about it, and what I believe firmly is Emunas Yisrael. Deep in the heart of the Yid is the Emunah that Hashem is working with us. It's painful and we don't always understand it or see it, but the Yid is a moment that Hashem is working with us. He's bringing us, He's lifting us up. In some way, the Rabbani Shalom is working with us. Our Anna Hashem Oishiyanaz in Halal. That perhaps is the Chayyay Seyla, that's the, the mid of our people. And we don't need midwives, we don't need secrets when this sar, other midwives run and freak out and don't know what to do with sar. There's one people who has a profound faith. They understand some, there's a child, something's happening, gulus are coming. Think in a deep way, the Yid, all the tires, who always spoke about Mashiach, who always had a tremendous keyboard for Mashiach, that's deeply what the Yid was saying. Hashem's bringing us somewhere. He's working with us, Hashem. That's the Anna Hashem Oishiyan on Halal. The deep understanding that there's a process going on. We don't understand always. We don't have the details of the process. Yaakov wanted to be Megal of the case. There's no sad that Yaakov was saying what date Mashiach's coming. There'll be no importance for that. They weren't all about to get told the secret of a certain day. Wouldn't have a mashmois, wouldn't have, so what? The kates, of course, the kates, of course, is the understanding of the story. If you read the ending of a difficult novel, and there's all different things going on, but you see the ending, it's like an aha moment. Everything makes sense. Whoa, that's what was happening, this thing, that thing. The case is that which gives meaning and understanding to the entire story of that's why this was happening. Yaakov was going to be Megala, which certainly sounds to us, it can help to understand 
What's, what's being done? What are we, our responses it would affect? And Hashem was nestabimenu. So we don't always know and understand, but we do have that awareness. It still records in the Torah that Yaakov knew the case, and that we're aware that Yaakov knew the case, and we're aware that there is a case that's recorded in the Torah. So we're not privy to the case, but we're aware there is a case. Hashem is working with us. That's a deep emunah in the heart of the Yid. And a deep chizuk to us in our own private lives individually of each difficulty. Hashem is working with us, bringing us somewhere. I'd like to share another thought about our people, about Am Yisrael. I'd like to share a verb. Tonight, this Shabbos, I was able to spend Shabbos with a fresh chassan. He came with his kala to yeshiva. They came, with, they came to Yeshiva for Shabbos. This chassan is somebody whose name is Avram Yeshua Heshel. And he's named for the Kapechnitz Rebbe, who's named for the Oyev Yisrael. So I want to share a verse from the Oyev so I want to tell you why. I have gotten very into and I'm trying to study the Nain Elimelech. These two holy tzaddik in the Nain Elimelech and the Bardichimah. Their impact on Am Yisrael was wild. It is said on the Nain Elimelech that if a Yid touched the door handle of the Nain Elimelech's house, he was chayzer b'tshuva. The Bardichimah's power to impact and lift up Klal Yisrael was otherworldly. Elul, when many people are correctly turned in, the Bardichimah was traveling cities of Yidnu Afar, and he was bringing Yidn back by the hundreds to serve Hashem, and they would follow the Bardichimah. And I started studying their entire of these two tzaddikim to see what was, the, what was their kayak, what's the secret. What I believe, I don't know, and it would be arrogant to say with any assuredness, but I suspect at least, both of them saw themselves as fiery souls, a holy soul, a yid. And they saw other people that way as well. They were destroying from yid, both of them. <coughs> well, the Nailim Elimelech taught Tyrant and many shtekloch on his view of a yid. He was destroying from a yid. He was dazzled by a yid. And he saw us as such, and of course, Yidin became what he saw. He saw it, and then we understood it. The Naimeli Melech's Talmud was the Ayyad Yisrael, the Aptarav. And the Naimeli Melech's world of seeing beauty in Yidin, appreciating Yidin and celebrating Yidin, he most certainly taught to his Talmud, the Ayyad Yisrael. The Ayyad Yisrael told his children right before his Petira, you can write on my tombstone two words, Ayyad Yisrael, the lover of Yidin. At a moment of truth, he said that's just true about himself. I love Yidin. And he had them write that on his tombstone, Ayyad Yisrael, a lover of Yidin. So the Ayyad Yisrael had a grandson, a great-grandson, who was named after him, the Kapitchitz Rebbe. Rev. Aaron Cutler said about the Kapitchitz Rebbe that he was the Godel Adar in kindness and chesed. Tremendous lover of Yidin. We were Zeichen, this Bacher became a dorm counselor. The Abbas Yisrael, he had in Yeshiva, blew my mind. I'd never seen anything like it in my life. He lost a lot of money working, helping guys, paying for things. Tremendous Ayyad Yisrael. 
changed many countless lives, uplifted. So I literally got to see the Nani Melech is Mashpia Noed Yisrael, who of course taught his family and had a kapitch that's the Rebbe as his anacle. And then his great-grandson was in Yeshiva and Mashpia. So I'd like to share, I was going to spend Shabbos with this descendant of the Ayyad Yisrael, named after the Kapitchitz, it was named after him, this Shabbos. So I want to share an Ayyad Yisrael in this week's parasha. The Ayyad Yisrael said, he said that Parai says to Moshe and Aaron, Hashem predicts that Parai is going to ask Moshe and Aaron, Tenu lanu maifes, you're claiming that you're shluchim of Hashem, that Hashem sent you, prove it, bring Daraya, to Nulanumaifis, give us some miracle, show us. And Hashem says to Maisha, take the matha, matcha, your stick, Aaron should take it, throw it in front of Paro, the yell is salmon, it will become a snake. There's a deal there, why does it say throw it in front of Paro? Paro and Maisha and Aaron are talking. Parents are going to say, prove it, put down the stick, the stick, and it will become a snake. Some magic that proves it. Some miracle that proves it. Why does it have to say, throw the stick in front of Parai? They're in the middle of dialogue with Parai. Just say, throw the stick, and it will turn into a snake, and that will be your proof. But it says, throw the stick in front of Parai. Says the Ayyad Yisrael, the lover of the Yidden, he says that Parai was saying to Moshe, I see your Tzidkus, I see Aaron's Tzidkus. And if you tell me God wants the two of you, I believe you. But Klal Yisrael. And he started listing off the Chatoim of Klal Yisrael. Tanulan Umaifis, Mechatesi, I don't believe you. Do you see the behavior of some? I don't believe you that Hashem loves them and wants them. Bring a proof, explain it to me. Says the Ayyad Yisrael, the mate of Maish Rabbein was a mate Elohim, a holy stick that was performed, miracles that were performed from that stick. Lufnei Parai becomes a lowly snake. Says the Ayyad Yisrael, Maish and and Hashem was telling Parai, in front of you, sometimes dominated by you, it will look like a snake to your shallow eyes, but it's the Mata Aaron. Lufnei Parai, you can have funny forms, but when it gets back to the loving hands of Aaron Akayim, the Ayyim Shalom, the Reyim Shalom, the Ayyim Esabriyans, it's a Mata Elikim. Understand how precious every single Yid is, says the Ayyim Yisrael, the lover of Yid. A Yid is precious and beautiful. It's true, sometimes we're captured, sometimes we're in compromised positions. We just gotta access the Aaron Akayans. We have to be and tap in, we have to be Talmud with Aaron. As soon as the Yid is back in the hands of Aaron, Lufnei Paroi, sometimes there are difficulties. When the Yid connect, when we band, when we're together as one people, united, there for each other, we're precious, precious people. I'd like to share a story with the Chavr. Maybe we'll close. I don't, it's dangerous. I don't know the time it's supposed to go. But, but let me share a story with the Chavr. In the summer, I'm to run a camp. It's not a money-making proposition, Baruch Hashem. 
we, together with the guys in Yeshiva, we want to spend the summers together as well. And we say some tremendous yid, a tzaddik, he funds it. It's expensive, but it still functions at a loss. And some yid sponsors many, he sponsors many guys, but he makes the camp possible, but there's an expense to pay for the camp. And I get a call from a parent, and he says, I spend so much money on the camp. It's expensive, I spend so much money. And he said, and I see my kid doesn't come to one shear, doesn't go to one minion. So what am I spending money should be on the football field? What am I spending this amount of money should play football? Should go on a trip, we should go camping? Doesn't come to one of the things that I'm interested in. That's what the father is. So I told him first that I, the, the, the money spent, the person, our yeshivas, our camps are expensive. That's a, that's a difficult issue. And we care and we worry about that. The, the money of the year is important. That's first. But I said, I want to tell you, I want to tell you why his son is in camp. Because he plays football with somebody who isn't here. That's why he's in camp. The guy, I was thinking about a specific bacher, and his son liked football, and the quarterback doesn't miss a shear. And that's why your son's in camp, because he's on the football field with the guy who's at the shear. And every pass, something happens to your son. Every shalom aleichem, every slap five, good touchdown, something happens, because the quarterback's at the shear. There are times in yeshiva we're happy with singing, Leil Shabbos Ka'echzeit, otherworldly. We're, we're together with a hundred people calling out, not that we keep Shabbos, we crave Shabbos. It's otherworldly. And the thought comes to my mind that there's 75 guys that are not there when we're singing. So a hundred people are here right now, late Leil Shabbos, and we're singing. And we're sharing different tiring. And we're craving Shabbos Kaddish, but the 75 guys who don't know that we crave Shabbos, that a yid is matin, that a yid belongs, it's, it's matin, that Shabbos is the shidduch of the yid. A yid and Shabbos are just meant for each other. And what comforts me is we sh I'm singing Ka'ach and I'm going to say good Shabbos to that boy. The guy next to me singing singing Ka'ach and he's going to say Shalom Aleichem to that father. In the Shalom Aleichem will be the Ka'ach In the one-on-one -on -one will be the Ka'ach And when we have Achdus Yisrael, there's one tonight for this to be true. That each person respects each other. That there's a, there's a, there's a unity. If on the football fields they're not friends, if there's not a mutual respect, a connection, then the, then the Musa Shir won't go into the touchdown pass because they don't like each other, not connected. But when there's unity amongst our people, when we're one people looking at each other with an eye and tithe, seeing the innate beauty that is the yin. So then every Madrega, we're sitting together, might say Shabbos learning Torah. They're yid, they're not learning Torah now, but we're going to say good morning to that yid. And we're going to look at it with beautiful eyes. Every bit of the learning we have will enter there. It will spread. It will go. That's how it works. It spreads. Rabbi Pesach Frank, yes, the Tu Tuchazal, 
One Chazal said the Churban Bayes Rishon happened we were over the big three. He brings the Gemara in the dark, Pei Aleph, that the Churban happened, and it made Birchus And he asks a contradiction. And Ratzvi Pesach Frank says that the core of Klal Yisroh, when they're doing what's right, it's Megan for all of Yisroh. It protects Klal Yisroh. But it's obvious as one today that there's a connection between from in and without. That there's a love, there's a bond, there's a care. So then if there's a core sitting at a shear, might say Shabbos, in the good morning, it will spread to the rest of Klal Yisroh. But if there's an Ayin if there's a bad eye, if there's division, if there's difficulty, then it won't spread. I always wonder, Rabbi Kiva taught his Talmidim, Rabbi Kiva was learning with his Talmidim, and he told the Talmidim of a story of youth. It's very not posh, I always wonder, does any Rebbe, any parent wonders how much to share with our children? And you have to be very delicate to share, or we don't want to glorify mistakes of the past. On the other hand, we want to express we're all humans with the past, with difficulties, with challenges. And every parent, every educator questions how much to share. One thing for sure, every kid should know, human and human, soul and soul. I want every guy in yeshiva to know, I'm no more broken than him, I'm no more fixed. The birth of soul, a beautiful soul. We both have challenges, that's what it means to be human. It becomes a question how much to share. Rabbi Kiva tells us Talmidim that back in the day when I was in Amoharans, I hated Talmidim Chachamim and I wanted to bite them. I, want, I saw, not what I saw, he doesn't say what I saw. You know, today we're into triggers. Maybe when he saw a Talmud Chacham, he didn't say when I saw a trigger. He said, I wanted to find the Talmud Chacham and bite him. Such was the disdain for a Talmud Chacham. But not just any bite, the bite of a donkey, a crushing, a bone-crushing bite. That's what Rebekah says about himself. Tysus explains what was Rebekah. Rebekah was Mali. He had very good midas. Tysus says, good midas, he wanted us to bite the Talmud Chacham's bones. Tysus says because he felt disrespected. And the nature of the heart is reflected. What you feel, that's what you give back. And he thought Talmud Chacham wouldn't shake his hand. He thought it was a disrespect. Savar. Savar. He had that opinion. And as such, it's just normal. If you feel despised, that's what you give back. And I wonder why did Akiva share that information with his Talmudim? who were the Messiah of Tyre. Rabbi Kiva was telling the people in the base Medrash. He was saying, we're learning Tyre here. We want to impact our Ummah. I'd like to tell you my history. It's relevant to you. When I wasn't in the base Medrash, I felt disliked by the base Medrash. And as such, I wasn't impacted by the base Medrash. I wanted to buy the Talmud Chacham. He told this Talmudim for a reason. There has to be a spirit of profound respect for every yid, for every yid, bar none. Every single precious yid. We're not willing to exclude one, not one. There has to be a respect, an appreciation, a celebration for the beauty that is a yid. A yid is precious. A yid is wanted. 
And that's what the Kiva was teaching his Talmudim. I wondered to myself, after Simcha's Torah, we were all told, don't look at pictures on your phone. Don't see, it's not good for the mind. Don't let the youngsters see. Wise advice, we follow to some degree. Don't look, don't see, dangerous. My kids laugh at me. They, I, I watch ball games on the radio. They laugh, like, don't you want to see the game? And I say, I like watching a Met game on the radio. They make much better catches on the radio. A routine pop-up that they watch on the radio is like an amazing catch, trust me, when you watch a game on the radio. Lumay said we've all watched on the radio, we have pictures on our mind. Difficult, difficult pictures. Why does Shem, the great drawer, and Sayer Kelikenu, the great artist, drew on every single one of our minds pictures of Yidin in very dark, difficult circumstances. Whether you saw or not, you might have seen worse on the radio. But we know why does Shem draw that on our minds? Difficult, difficult, and certainly for prayer. But it's seared in our minds. Difficult. Yet it's such that remain in difficult compromise with people that don't like them and have sent up. Why is that drawn on our minds deeply and profoundly? Why does Hashem do that? Every single yid, bar none, knows it. And the picture, whether you looked or not, has been drawn. Why? And the beautiful pictures of Yidin returning home. The picture, I saw a nine-year-old, somebody showed me, had glasses, he looked like my son, running to his tata. Beautiful picture. The pictures of Yidin coming home, the whole city, all different types of Yidin. Nobody was worried what type of Yidin. A yin is home. He's by us. We've been brought. A yin belongs in our shul, our community, our schools, our houses. A yin is safe by us. That's in, it's been drawn. It's been literally seared into our brains. We're all praying the Matar Asurim. Bring back home a yin. By us he's safe. By us she's safe. By us, she's wanted. By us, she's respected. By us, she's loved. A yid by us is safe. A yid by us is wanted. That's been drawn by Hashem. We all feel it and know it. A yid doesn't belong in dangerous hands. Give us back all the yid. We'll respect them. By us, they're safe. In our cities, every yid is wanted. Nobody's written off. Nobody's pushed out. A yid by us is wanted. A yid in our shul is noticed, is cared about. Nobody's invisible. By us, the yid belongs. That's been drawn on all our minds. We should all be zayichet to see. Haramas caring Yisroh. We should continue this that we're seeing, yidin caring more about each other, celebrating each other, noticing each other, cherishing for each other. A greater Achtus Yisrael that we're seeing, we should be zayich to see our Ramas Karen Yisrael, a restoration of the glory of the Yid. All of us should be zayich the Amunah, that Amunah that we're seeing in Klal Yisrael to bring it into our private lives and encouraging our communal life. The Amunah that in difficult situations we feel, not an excuse not to cry, not to feel, but to that Anna Hashem Ishiana, that by Yisrael, 
Hashem wants our prayers. Hashem wants our people. Hashem's working with our people. So the prayers that come with the Hakara, Hashem wants us. Hashem values the Yid. Hashem wants every single Yid. We should all be zayichet to see that emun in our own lives and in the life of all our people. The Amah Hashem Aishiyana that's in the hollow. We should be zayichet to see Yeshua's from all Yid. We should see the safety of Yid. We should see Yeshua's and ultimately Yeshua's should turn into the ultimate Yeshua of the coming of Mashiach and Erev Yamin. Amen. 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 Amen.